You Can Handle Anything, episode number 337. Welcome to the You Can Handle Anything podcast. I'm your host, Shira Gura, and I know firsthand what it feels like to get hijacked by your emotions, keeping you from fully enjoying the moments and people in your life. But I also know that your life is built on moments. And the key to being able to handle everyday emotionally challenging situations is knowing how to manage your emotions. Unfortunately, most of us don't learn this growing up. In this podcast, we'll explore the everyday emotional situations we all face, and I'll share with you the tools and strategies I developed that will empower you to manage your emotions so you can feel calm, in control, and grounded at any moment. Let's get started. Hello, my dear listeners, and thank you so much for joining me today. So, if you are listening to this podcast in real time, October 10th, 2023, and if you've been listening to the world news, or if you live in Israel as I do, you will know of the atrocities that have taken place starting just a few days ago. I am not at all planning to go into details or focus specifically on this hellish situation, but I will say that we are at war, and of course this is bringing up a lot of emotions in me and in my family members, in my community, in Israel, and of course for the world. And today happens to also be Mental Health Day. The truth is, I deliberated on whether I wanted to record a podcast this week, While I haven't missed broadcasting an episode for the past five years, I'll be honest, when I was thinking about what kind of episode I would create for this week, I just wasn't feeling it. But after speaking with some friends, I decided to dedicate this podcast to the theme of emotional balance, and it may be that this episode will be one of the most important episodes I ever broadcast. So let's start off by taking a look at what emotionally balanced actually means. Being emotionally balanced refers to the ability to manage and respond to emotional experiences in a calm, clear, and constructive manner. It doesn't mean that you don't experience strong emotions. Instead, it's about how you handle and how you process and how you manage those emotions. Now, Before we go on, I want to talk about the difference between emotions and feelings, and I've never spoken about this before on the podcast. While many of us, including myself, use those words interchangeably, the truth of the matter is they are different. Emotions are like your automatic reactions. When you get triggered, when someone says something or does something that you don't like, for example, you have an automatic emotional reaction reaction. There are only five emotions that exist in the world. Anger, fear, sadness, disgust, and surprise. That's it, at least for the negative emotions. Of course, there is no such thing as a negative emotion because emotions are not innately charged, but I'll talk about that in a minute. So those emotions are created in your lower brain. It's also called your primitive brain. So if those are emotions, what are feelings? Feelings are the specific ways that your brain interprets those emotions. And so 
your feelings are not created in your lower primitive brain, but actually they're created in your upper brain where conscious thinking exists. And in terms of quantity, there are endless feelings that you can feel at any given moment, and each one is associated with a base emotion. So let's say, for example, that you ask your child to do a favor, and they respond in a kind of snarky way, saying, you know, I'll do it later. What do you think you are feeling? Likely you're feeling disrespected, right? But the question is, why are you feeling disrespected? You're only feeling disrespected because you had a thought about your child disrespecting you. And that's because that thought that you had, whether you were aware that you had that thought or not, created the feeling that you experienced. But the immediate reaction was an emotion, and it was likely fear. Again, you're not aware of this because it happens so quickly, and it happens in the lower primitive brain, which is just an automatic reaction. Here's another example. Let's say you're watching the news, and you see something on it that makes you feel horrified. What you may not realize is in that split nanosecond before you felt horrified, your mind had an automatic emotional reaction to that image on the news, which was likely disgust. And then a thought came to your mind about that emotion, which created the feeling of feeling horrified. Did you follow me? Now, why am I sharing all of this with you? Because it is key if you want to learn how to manage your emotions. And by that, I actually mean manage your feelings. But like I said earlier, people use the words interchangeably, mostly because either they don't know the difference or it usually just sounds better to use the word emotion. What you feel at any given moment is actually way more granular than just one of the base emotions. In other words, you may say that you're feeling angry when actually you may be feeling agitated or betrayed or frustrated or harassed or insulted or offended or vengeful. Can you see the many different stories that can come out of those specific feelings versus when you just use the word anger? And the more specific you can get, the more likely you're going to be able to navigate through that emotionally challenging situation that you're in. The problem is, is that we as humans tend to clump our feeling words together in just a few categories, which are usually those five base emotions. And that's why, by the way, I created a chart of emotions and feelings, because when you look at it, it really is an incredible guide to help you specifically identify what you're feeling at any given moment so that you can then process through it. And actually, you can grab that chart for free by heading over to my website, shiragora.com. It's on the front page of my website. You can't miss it. Okay, so going back to emotional balance, what this basically means is that you can manage and process your feelings, not your emotions, at any given moment. Now, there are two different categories of feelings, not negative and positive, because again, they don't have an inherent charge. Instead, I like to categorize my feelings into comfortable and uncomfortable. We are actually meant to feel our feelings 50-50. And that is to say that we're meant to feel comfortable 
feelings just as much as we are meant to feel uncomfortable feelings. Your job in life is not to avoid feeling anything uncomfortable. It's actually to learn how to feel anything that comes your way. All the uncomfortable feelings, including something that might feel so benign, like boredom. Your job is not to avoid feeling. Your job is actually to feel first. And the problem is most people don't know this. So they end up resisting their feelings and that causes them to get stuck on them. And then that causes a whole host of problems in their lives and in their relationships. Being emotionally balanced requires a lot of self-awareness. This is and will always be the first step. This includes understanding what you're feeling and why you're feeling whatever it is that you're feeling at any given moment. And then, of course, being emotionally balanced requires you to be able to regulate your emotions. And of course, my secret weapon is the unstuck method, a powerful strategy that enables me to go through even the most challenging things that trigger me. And because this tool has literally changed my life and the lives of thousands of others, I offer live workshops teaching this tool step by step so I can show you how to personalize the strategy for your triggers and your emotions. And so if you have never signed up for a workshop with me, you may just want to hit pause right now as you're listening to this podcast, click the link in the show notes or head over to my website and sign up for my next upcoming workshop. And this will be the beginning of our relationship together. Okay, so back to being emotionally balanced. If I were to give you a task to write down every single feeling you felt in a given day, what you would find if you were feeling emotionally balanced is that you'd experience the comfortable and the uncomfortable emotions about 50-50. If you weren't feeling emotionally balanced, you'd experience either the uncomfortable emotions more or the comfortable emotions more. And it's not a bad thing, by the way, to feel off balance as long as you know how to get back on track. And that is a skill that you have to learn. You are not born with it. So what I want to do today on this episode is share with you what I experienced yesterday. I took it upon myself to write down what I was feeling as often as I could remember, and I found my list quite fascinating, and I wanted to share it with you. Okay, so here we go. I woke up and felt rage for the heinous murders of hundreds of Israelis by Hamas. I felt fear for the incessant planes that were overhead all night long. I felt guilty for not watching more news. I felt helpless that I can't do anything about the situation. I felt curious that maybe I could do something like offering a yoga class to the members of my kibbutz. I felt purposeful when that idea came to me. I felt hopeful when I sent out the message, and I felt pleased when I saw that there was great interest and great gratitude for my offer. I felt nervous. Should I eat now before I do my yoga class? If I don't eat, will I be hungry during the class? I felt caring while I offered my yoga class. I felt very calm afterwards. And then I felt annoyed that my kids were playing some stupid video game, again, because there's no school. 
and I felt anxious to do some work and send out a dedicated email to those on my newsletter about my upcoming workshop. And then I felt pissed off when I noticed a meme on Instagram by a big name person that I follow who wrote, we are shattered by the killing of at least 1,500 precious human beings since Saturday morning. Without naming Hamas as terrorists and the innocent Jewish citizens murdered, nor did they mention the 100 plus children, adults, and elderly citizens that were kidnapped and taken to Gaza. Nope, none of that. Just, we are shattered by the killing of precious human beings. That pissed me off. Okay, I felt worried about what's going to happen, knowing that this is just the beginning and the response to this heinous surprise attack is going to be huge, huge. I felt longing for my daughter, who is a combat soldier in the Navy, out at sea 24 hours at a time on the border with Lebanon, because it's still unknown if Lebanon is going to join in on this hellish war. I felt tearful about my son who's spending his gap year volunteering in a location that I believe is unsafe, but he wants to stay because that's where he was told to be, and he's that kind of kid. So the citizens of Israel are being told to prepare their safe rooms. Obviously, if you live near Gaza, you're always living in your safe room right now, but if you're farther up north like we are, we're being told to prepare our safe room so that we can live in it for at least three days at a time. So that includes food, water, a radio, flashlights, candles, mattresses to sleep on, etc. Just so that you guys understand what size we're talking about, this is like the size of a tiny bedroom. Okay, so my husband checked out the status of the window of that safe room and realized it wasn't working properly so I felt scared. He's a builder, so he invited one of his contractors to come immediately to fix it, and I felt grateful for that phone call. The contractor came with two of his helpers, and all three of them were Muslim. I know them well, they know me, and I felt gratitude, but I also felt curious. Are they going to say something to me about this situation? How are they feeling? When I heard one of them say that Hamas should be wiped off this earth and that Hamas doesn't represent the Islam religion and that Hamas are not true Muslims, I kind of felt amazed. When they left, I felt thankful. Then my husband checked the safe room door to see if I could close it on my own because it's a very heavy door. I felt challenged in a good way. And then when all of us stood inside of the safe room to see if their mom had enough arm strength you know, to close the door, and I couldn't, I laughed because it was a funny moment. And I felt free at that moment. Once we figured out why I couldn't lock the door, I felt relieved. Then my husband was showing me what has to happen next, because it's not enough to just be able to lock the safe room like we did in the past. Now you need to know how to barricade yourself inside of the safe room in case terrorists come to your home, because a terrorist can open the safe room from the outside with just a turn of the knob, something no one ever thought when they created these safe rooms. So I went back to feeling horrified. Once my husband showed me how to do this barricade, I felt empowered. Last night, my community held a prayer circle, and I felt grateful for that. 
I sat and I listened to story after story, and I felt curious about what everyone else was experiencing. At one point, I broke out crying, which was unexpected as I went to the circle just to be with other people and just to listen. But I broke out crying because I think I was feeling emotionally exhausted, and I just let it all out. I went home. I got a message from our community manager asking all of us who has availability in their home to invite a family from the South who has been affected by the war to live with us. And I felt generous when I responded and filled out my family's name as someone willing and ready to welcome in another family. Soon after I received a confirmation note from the community manager who thanked me, I felt proud. And as I was preparing to go to bed, I realized I still hadn't heard from my daughter in over 24 hours, and I felt anxious again. And just before I closed my eyes, I said a prayer of gratitude for being alive, because I was feeling grateful. And that was my day. Granted, this is not a typical day for most people, but this was my experience. And the only reason I wasn't stuck in negative feelings the entire day, which believe me, is very easy to do and many people are feeling stuck, is, well, first of all, I had the self-awareness of what I was feeling. And while feeling negative things is fine, getting stuck in them is not fine. And so, for example, when I was feeling helpless in the morning, I got myself unstuck from that and did something productive, which is to say I sent an email to my community to offer a yoga session. Being emotionally balanced takes work, my friends. It takes a lot of awareness, but even more so, it takes skill. You've got to know how to manage your emotions if you want to feel calm, if you want to feel in control, and if you want to feel grounded at any moment. I want to encourage you to try to do what I did for a full day. Write down as often as you can what you're feeling at any given moment. And then look at that list at the end of the day. And notice if you feel emotionally balanced or not. To those of you who are listening to this podcast episode and are directly or indirectly affected by this atrocity, please know I am here in it with you every second. And to those of you who have emailed me or sent me a DM on Instagram with your loving support, please know I am so grateful for every word. My dear friends, we are going through some really scary and some really tough times right now. We all are, whether you're here in the Middle East or not, what is going on here is going to affect everyone. Please remember that just because you feel a certain feeling, you don't need to get stuck in it. You never do. You can choose to take responsibility for what you're feeling, and you can choose to get unstuck from it. And there's nothing more that I would like to do than to teach you personally how to do that. If and when you're ready, take the first step and join me in my next live workshop. Thank you so much for choosing to be with me today, wishing you a wonderful rest of your week, and remember, you can handle anything. If you want to feel calm, in control, and grounded when it comes to dealing with the difficult situations in your life, you've got to know how to manage your emotions. That's why I want to invite you to my live workshop called Manage Your Emotions with the Unstuck Method, where I personally guide you through my proven process step by step 
and I show you how to tailor this strategy to address the specific spots you feel stuck in your life. This is a live experience because I want you to have access to me to ask any questions you may have. What would it be worth to you to know how to manage your emotions at any moment? Click the link in the show notes or head over to my website, shiragura.com forward slash experience and save your spot at the next workshop. I look forward to seeing you there.